in the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening, happy Sunday, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to try to kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Each week, right here on AM 950 and via podcast, Drink in the Style features conversations with guests from the world of interior design or architecture or art or some such associated industry, while enjoying a cocktail created by our good friend, Jordan Morris from Mill Valley Kitchen. Jordan, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Greg. As always, it is a pleasure to be here. Um, okay, so our guest this evening is Mr. Carl Wallace Peltier, commercial design lead at Habitation Furnishing and Design. We're stacking the deck with a Habitation employee, but Mr. Peltier, welcome to the program as well. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Indeed. So, Carl, before the show, we were uh, talking a little bit uh, about uh, about cocktails, and you gave uh, some direction on cocktail creation. Tell our listeners uh, what they are going to be experiencing, or at least what direction you gave to Jordan and myself for the creation of this week's bespoke cocktail. Well, I think uh, the only direction I gave Jordan was that um, a very common nickname among friends of mine is Grandma. Um, you are known as Grandma. I am known as Grandma um, by a lot of a lot of friends of mine. It's it's really fun going out to bars, and somebody my age introducing me to somebody else as this is Grandma, and they yeah. just look at me like, uh, what? Confusing but, on two levels. Very very confusing. But yes, um, Grandma is a, a very common nickname given to me. Um, so why? Probably, why do they call probably you in grandma? high school? Actually, I think is <laughs> yeah. I was in high school when they first started calling me Grandma. Um, uh, I think it has a lot of reasons, but mainly it's I'm kind of an old soul. I've always been very respectful and polite, and um, even at you know 16 when I got my license and I was going places with my friends, their parents would specifically ask me to keep an eye on their child <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was the responsible one. So we would leave and say, "Hey, um, Carl, will you just make sure that you know who whoever is stays in line tonight?" And I'm like. All right, yeah, that's fine. That's that never ever happened. That, that that was me ever, you know, fifteen on, twelve on, probably, because I was always the one like, oh, don't do that, you're gonna break a bone, or no, I'm not gonna do that. What the hell's wrong with you? You know. You know? I remember I went over to to, to pick a couple of uh, friends up once, and uh, and uh, a girl who I was picking up, apparently her parents called her over before she left and whispered in her ear, he looks awfully sinister. <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever expected me to look after yeah. anyone ever again. Yeah. So, Jordan, you, however, were uh, were given the uh, the clue that uh, that <laughs> Grandma is uh, is our guest this week. Yeah. So, how did you create a cocktail? What did you do with that? Well, I also was told that uh, our guest Grandma here uh, had requested uh, some brown liquor of sorts, and so instantly I'm thinking Grandma. I'm thinking old school, um, and so we went with brandy. Mm. Or cognac, uh, specifically in this case, and cognac's I'll, a type of brandy. It is, yeah. Okay. Um, so all brandy uh, is essentially made with with fruit. Um, it's distilled uh, grapes usually, but it could be apples, pears, or other sweet fruits. And you know, every region has its own own name for it. Cognac is going to be specifically from the cognac region, mm. um, where and say Armagnac is going to be from another region in France, a little less known um, or a little less common, anyways. And then grappa in Italy or Pisco in Peru, but... Um, so yeah. is cognac just a brandy from the province of cognac? Yeah, from what I understand, you can't call it a cognac unless it's from the cognac region, much less, much like uh, champagne yeah, is yeah. specifically from the champagne region. Everything else is just sparkling wine. Yep. Makes absolute sense. <laughs> so cognac is a variety of brandy. Brandy refers to a liquor that's distilled from a given fruit. Correct. Excellent. There it is. Yeah. All right. So how have we used cognac to make a cocktail? All right. So when I thought of brandy, I thought of my my favorite uh, brandy cocktail, which is a sidecar. And then we had some fun with it. So a sidecar is going to be brandy and either triple sec or Cointreau and lemon juice as a shaken cocktail. And it's just a really refreshing uh, way to enjoy a brandy in... Um, but now we took it and we twisted it a little bit. We added some Luxardo, which is a maraschino cher uh, cherry liqueur, mm. and some bitters to kind of balance out the sweetness that comes from that 
uh, cherry liqueur. So when I was thinking about the name of this cocktail and the identity a little bit, I, a little bit more we know about, or I know about Carl, is his skill set in interior design and kind of his approach to it. Uh, we got to learn a little bit about and he said some things about how he likes to kind of create uh, these imaginary personas or these people uh, who might be using this living space and kind of put himself in there and really try to make it authentic. So uh, his nickname being Grandma and his uh, ability to be empathetic and walk in someone else's shoes, hence we have Grandma's shoes. So this uh, is a cocktail yes. that... Um, Grandma, we might have to come up with a name for her in uh, a certain apartment building, um, might be drinking while she's enjoying her, her beautifully decorated apartment. So, Grandma's shoes. Grandma's shoes. Grandma's Carl has walked like in uh, a mile in Grandma's shoes, and this is what she might be drinking. And Do you guys remember, by the way, when little old ladies, and by the way, we're on a theme, two weeks now <laughs> yeah. of little old ladies and yeah. cocktails. Last week we had uh, uh, visual merchandising expert Michelle Havens on the show, and she had a cocktail uh, which you created called the Sachet, mm -hmm. which was designed to evoke the uh, aroma of uh, little old lady perfume. Mm -hmm. So now we're going twice on this, but I was going to say, do you guys remember when everybody's grandma used to wear those booties that they'd put over their oh, yeah. over their shoes? Yeah, for sure. Thing? The, like knitted, like. Uh, but the rubber ones. They oh, were, the like, rubber ones. Rubbers. Oh. In fact, technically, I think they were called rubbers, which is probably no longer appropriate. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, sorry, it just <laughs> came to mind. So, the grandma's shoes, Jordan. Yes. What's in a grandma shoes? Well, uh, what you're going to need to make this is a cocktail shaker and a strainer. I'm going to use two strainers, actually. Um, the Hawthorne strainer, which is the guy with the uh, spring on it, which is a pretty coarse strainer, and then a fine mesh strainer as well, because we're going to really shake this cocktail well. I'm going to bust up the ice, and I want a nice, clean, um, non-slushy cocktail here. Uh, and we're going to be using either a martini glass, or I found some really fun ones that have a real retro look to it, kind of crystal looking. Yes. Um, that kind of invokes that. Um, this fits the grandma. Yep. Look, the that, crystal glass. Exactly. Uh, so that's the, the tools you're going to need. Uh, we're going to start with two ounces of the Grand Marnier. Excuse me, uh, the Hennessy Cognac, or your favorite cognac or brandy, will work just fine as well. And a half ounce of Grand Marnier. I had a friend who used to, uh, uh, Grand Marnier used to affect him bizarrely. So really? when he was ready to really go over the edge and get loaded, he'd call for the granny. And when he called yep. for the granny, call for the granny. For the granny. Exactly. exactly. And then we all knew it was over. Yep. And I knew I had to go with Grand Marnier instead of Cointreau or Triple Sec, uh, which can be substituted. They're definitely different, but the Grand Marnier is a cognac and orange liqueur. Uh, but I often refer to it as the granny as well. So it had to go into this cocktail. Nice. Uh, so that was a half ounce of the Grand Marnier, a half ounce of Luxardo Maraschino Cherry Liqueur into the shaker as well, and a half ounce of lemon juice. I'm going to brighten it up. We're going to add our ice. Searching for ice. Searching for the ice. Here's, this is where we do the audio theater part of the show. Oh, that sounds really nice, actually. <laughs> Good technique. All right, in about a 30-second shake. 30 seconds is a long time for a shake, so while we're doing that, I'd like to remind you that Habitation Furnishing and Design is the coolest furniture store in Minneapolis, located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard. Ah, that wasn't 30 seconds. I, I might even have a chance a to a full plug. 20, 20 second shake, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Enough. And I do have our cocktail glass chilling. Since we're not serving this with ice, we want a cold glass to start. Oh. Into the glass we go. Double strained. Get the, keeping the ice chunks out. Double strain, so you have the, what did you call the strainer? I've got the uh, Hawthorne strainer, which is that kind of classic uh, spiral uh, cap strainer you're going to see with most co most cocktail strainers. Universally then, fits any shaker, yep. most, more or less. Mm -hmm. And then a second strainer, so yes. no pulp. No pulp, uh, no little ice chunks, but it does have a little bit of a frothy thing going on here because it emulsified with the lemon juice. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to garnish with a lemon peel. And when you use uh, lemon peels as a garnish or citrus peels in general, uh, it's not just a garnish. It adds a lot of aromatics to it. So you want to fold it uh, in half and give it a little squeeze as well. And you see some of those uh, essential oils coming out over the cocktail. And I like to go one step further and rim the glass with it. And even one more step and uh, get the stem as well. Oh, so um, that's on your fingers. Exactly. So then even when you set the cocktail down, 
your hands moving in front of your face. I talk a lot with my hands. It just yep. kind of creates uh, that whole aroma yep. and more of an experience with the cocktail as well. Very Interesting nice. idea. So you're so you're breaking up. The, you're, you're releasing the aroma. You're releasing the oils. You're not expecting that you're going to be squeezing anything into the into the cocktail. You're just basically freeing everything up so that when you drop the garnish into the cocktail, all those oils are ready to be absorbed. Yeah, and some of those oils actually will shoot out a little bit. You can see it kind of hitting the top of the spray there. Yeah, it will spritz a little bit. <laughs> My eye. Yeah, exactly. So do be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we don't take any legal responsibility whatsoever. If you happen to blind yourself making a gram of shoes by squeezing the cocktail. All right. Well, that looks uh, that looks really good. It is a kind of an orangey, reddish, caramely color. It looks fantastic in the cut glass overall. Almost the color of a Werther's Original. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of grandma, oh, yeah. yes, my, yes. I love Werther's Originals. I do too. A totally maligned candy. If they rebranded that something like the candy puncher it would become really really popular or something yeah yep. all right well we're going to break but when we come back we'll be enjoying grandma's shoes with jordan morris and carl peltier a quick reminder that you are listening to drink in the style brought to you by habitation design uh, furnishing and design as well as our sister store designer rehab uh, the uh, exceptional overstock clearance and consignment furnishing store on excelsior boulevard in st louis park in minnesota We'll be back right after these messages. Thank you for listening to AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Kevin Ross here, inviting you to our brand new store called Ambibulous. What does Ambibulous mean? It means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market. Unlike traditional liquor stores, we feature only craft beer, wine, and spirits made here in Minnesota. We are ready to guide your selections, where you can build your own four or six packs. Find us at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at ambibulousmn.com. And the first sentence of his email said, I'd like to stay anonymous. And the second sentence said, I'd like to donate a million dollars to the Global Good Fund. Where should I send the check? I'm Tony Lloyd, and I'm the host of the brand new show, Social Entrepreneur. If you love stories that engage, inform, and inspire, you don't want to miss it. Join us every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. My first Toyota love was the RAV4 back in 1998. When I was traveling in February, I needed a rental car, and I jumped at the opportunity to drive one again. The RAV4 is fantastic with all the bells and whistles you need, and it has all the modern safety features to keep us safe comfort as we vacationed. It fit all five of us and our luggage with ease. I was able to revisit my first love. Now, you can fall in love for yourself by test driving a RAV4 today at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169. Hi, this is Laura with Food Freedom Radio. And I'm Karen. Join us every Saturday at 8 a.m. It's all about food, you know, Laura. Right, the health of the planet. You know, carbon-based farming can solve the climate crisis. Well, because community is medicine. And it's not about one seed to rule them all anymore. One seed rules the world. Yeah, let's have something else. Let's, like, worry about our individual health, our community health, the health of the planet, while eating food. Yeah, because it's all tied to food. So listen to Food Freedom Radio every Saturday at 8 a.m. On AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jaja from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer our full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees and all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves of three trees. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. 
Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Minneapolis's coolest furniture store and design studio, Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and our guest this evening is Carl Peltier. We're enjoying a Grandma's Shoes, which is an unfortunately named cocktail, but uh, hopefully very, very tasty. It's a cognac-based uh, cocktail, the recipe for which can be found at drinkinthestyle.com. It's been created by our good friend Jordan Mortis, Morris from Mill Valley Kitchen. Jordan, welcome back again. Thank you, sir. And Carl, welcome. Thank you. All right. So, before we get to the cocktail very quickly, Jordan, why don't you tell us what's happening this week at Mill Valley Kitchen? I will indeed. Uh, real quick, before even that, I'd like to just say, since Grandma's Shoes is the name of this cocktail, if you're making drinks, you got to have a sense of humor. <laughs> you're yeah. absolutely right. Absolutely. And, um, and we're not necessarily sipping these cocktails out of your grandmother's shoes. No, it in no way represents the aroma of grandma's shoes. I have to do another. I have to do another disclaimer. No, <laughs> no grandmother's shoes were used or feet were uh, involved in the creation of this cocktail in any way, shape, or form. All right. Um, yes, I'd like to talk a little bit about Mill Valley. So, being a seasonal restaurant, there's always something new going on. Uh, we just added some great, uh, several new menu items for our late winter menu, but also looking forward to some great spring options coming in. And we're going to be test driving some of that stuff here at the turn of the month. Uh, next week is uh, Easter Sunday, April 1st, and we do have a wonderful Easter brunch. We have our full brunch menu as well as some great specials. We'll be bringing in some lamb, some ham, some, uh, some fun pastries, ham. and uh, lots of those fresh green uh, vibes going on all across the menu there. All uh, the Easter standards. All the Easter standards. Cheesy potatoes. Cheesy potatoes are always an option. Yes. Yep. How about a butter lamb? Do you have a Do you know what a butter lamb is? I don't know what a butter oh. lamb is. I'm originally from Buffalo, uh, New York, and for whatever reason, there's this strange thing where uh, everybody has to have this hunk of butter on their table that is shaped like a lamb. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what it is. There are very strange traditions in Buffalo. There's also something called Dingus Day. Have you ever heard of Dingus Day? I've heard someone being called a dingus before. <laughs> I feel like you've explained this to me before. It is. It is. It is a standard thing in Buffalo. For whatever reason, it's a it's a Polish slash Buffalo tradition. It is the day after Easter, and the concept is that uh, boys are supposed to run around and and slap women with the branch of a uh, pussy willow. And women are supposed to sneak up behind boys and spray them with perfume. And that is the Dingus Day tradition in Buffalo, New York. Uh, shout out to, to Buffalo. And, wow. and honestly, you guys, really, um, you, you might need some help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that makes any sense to me, honestly. I, I don't really know about that. No. I mean, I mean, May Day, it was always my tradition to put a basket on my quote-unquote girlfriend's step when I was in elementary school. But Interesting. Or what about the uh, the bread? Do you guys do the, the, the bread that has an egg cooked in it, an actually in-its-shell hard-boiled egg? No. no. You no. drop the egg into the dough, you form the dough into a loaf, you cook the loaf, you no longer know where the egg is, <laughs> and then everybody cuts into the, into the bread, and whoever, like... Find the egg apparently has I, I don't know some kind of good luck throughout. I'm seeing Brett in the sound booth. He seems to know what I'm talking I, about. I actually don't. That's very interesting, though. Yeah. No, so you get no. good luck if you find the egg. Buffalo, yeah. New York, is a, a world unto itself. It, yeah. it seems between pussy willow, uh, uh, you know, assault yeah. and <laughs> random bread eggs. It's it's it was a good place to grow up though. I Did it. you ever do the pickle ornament on the Christmas tree? Yeah, that's the German thing, right? For, yeah. So yeah. if you, you you hide a pickle ornament on the Christmas tree, and then whoever <laughs> finds it gets a special little gift. I, I remember that. But we do it at our house. Whoever finds uh, the pickle ornament gets to open the first gift. Oh, yep. Yeah, there you go. Trust through it. Anyway, so uh, Mill Valley Kitchen's uh, Easter buffet. Uh, Not a buffet. Everything's brunch. everything's plated. We take great care in every little detail. It goes onto our plates, and we get it all ready for you. Stay in your chairs. We'll bring it to you. No fuss, yeah, no this must. This is an OCB here. <laughs> OCB. Old country buffet. Uh -huh. Nice. <laughs> I got it. I, I you got it. You're from Minnesota. You oh, know yeah. what that is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're about to enjoy Grandma's Shoes. Uh, first time that statement has ever been mentioned uh, in the history of man. Carl, this is in your honor. Please yes. uh, give a sip to Grandma's Shoes. Do I get shoes, to do the honors? All right. And then uh, we'll Cheers. see what you think. Salud. He's enjoying the cocktail, and he's... <sighs> 
till his vision. Ooh, yes. I'm loving that. I'm loving Grandma's shoes here. All right. Especially because of the crystal glass. That just that just adds so much more to it. This nostalgia can be very powerful when yes. it comes to food and drink. Yep. Can I you have. taste the uh, lemon? I'm going to go in and I have can, a quick yeah. sip. And Jordan, I'm sure you've tried this before, so you, you know what to expect. Yeah. Brett in the sound booth is... Uh, Oh, he's already done with his cocktail. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> oh, no, he's just starting it. <laughs> yeah, and I think hopefully you'll notice that that lemon really cuts through and brightens up all those, uh, the rich flavors from those diff three different spirits. But it is definitely a strong cocktail. We've got three ounces of booze there. <clears throat> it is, but it doesn't taste strong. Exactly. You know, it doesn't have kind of that burn in the back of your throat. And I think that lemon really kind of helps with that, um, that burn. You know, it almost kind of solidifies it. The lemon is key. You're right. It's uh, it's a good term. It, it brightens up the cocktail. I was going to say, I, I can taste that there's a lot of alcohol in yeah. there, but it just doesn't quite seem like there's a ton in there. It doesn't hit me like right there is. Segment three will probably be laced with a lot of uh, strange profanity and uh, <laughs> slurring. And, slurring. <laughs> and let's remember, what does Dean Martin say? It's not called slurring your words. It's called talking in cursive, and it is elegant. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, that's absolutely delicious, um, and and uh, and I am enjoying it now. Uh, between uh, during the break, I should say, we were having a quick conversation about uh, about proper uh, conversational etiquette, and we were discussing whether or not we should be allowed to talk about politics and religion on dun, the program. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. And uh, and Brett in the sound booth said uh, uh, we can go ahead and do this. Since well, it, it is the progressive voice of Minnesota, so exactly. I suppose that clears us to talk politics. <laughs> it does. You're, it's kind of encouraged, I suppose, <laughs> on every level. Grandma, a.k.a. Carl uh, Altier, uh, immediately knee-jerked against that, saying it was dangerous. But I was mentioning that I recently saw an article or heard a podcast or, or something that was talking about uh, the fact that by making politics and religion taboo, we were losing the ability to discuss these things in kind of a civil manner. So the question becomes, can those be discussed without getting all heated and angry? Jordan, what do you think? Can we talk about politics and religion? Uh, I think some can. I'm very open-minded uh, to talking about uh, all different avenues, but uh, some people are pretty set in their ways. And if you want to have a real go at it, sometimes they can put up a wall. But yeah. you got to know your audience or, or who you're talking to. In this case, on this radio station, uh, from what I understand, people are, are definitely open to discussing politics. This is a very progressive radio station, so I think it gives you a little bit of a free pass there. Absolutely true. All right, I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hide it anymore. I have had it up to here with the Quakers, and uh, it, it, somebody has to stop this. The Quakers. Uh, Nobody's I, picked on the Quakers in about 200 years. No, no. So, so it's it's about time. All right. Well, we'll we'll let the Quakers go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be talking to Carl Peltier about uh, commercial interior design. You're listening to Drink in the Style. We'll be back in just a moment or two. Trappers use baited snares to choke animals to death. They're cheap and easy. Snares are banned in 20 states. Snares can't discriminate between wild animals and our pets. Your dog could die silently in a snare just yards away. Most Minnesotans oppose trapping, and our leaders cringe at the slightest mention of it, and yet it continues. Let's ban snaring and leave a legacy Minnesota can be proud of. Please contact the governor and your lawmakers. Do it now, today. Together we can ban the snare. Learn more at StandAgainstSnaring.com. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. So you know you need your carpet clean to keep your home healthy and smelling good. 
But don't use just a deal of the day contractor you've never heard of that leaves your home smelling like a janitor's closet. Get spring cleaned with Zero Res and their gotta love it guarantee. This month, get three rooms Zero Res clean starting at $129. Bucks. Plus, this month, you can still get a great deal when you get your air duct Zero Res clean. Call 952 Zero Res or visit ZeroResMN.com. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward, it spells the same. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Do yourself a favor and check out the amazing cuisine of EatLocalMinnesota.com. More than just a website, EatLocalMinnesota.com provides you with the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities. Serving family favorites in Minneapolis since 1964, Milda's Cafe is a great spot for breakfast or lunch. Wake up with their delicious Eggs Benedict or biscuits and gravy and savor their many great lunch options. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Milda serves authentic Finnish pasties. Open weekdays 6 to 3 and now on weekends 8 to 2 on Glenwood Avenue, 4 blocks east of Penn. Specializing in Szechuan and Peking cuisine, the Great Wall Chinese Restaurant has been a local favorite since 1981. They offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include the sesame chicken, imperial beef, and Peking duck. The Great Wall Restaurant is located off 45th and France with takeout available too. More at greatwallrestaurant.us. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight we'll see a low around 30 with a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow we'll have a high near 42 with a chance of snow turning to rain later in the day. And Tuesday will be partly sunny with a high near 45. AM 950 is brought to you by Standard Heating and Air. Even though it's still cold out, it's not too early to get that air conditioner replaced. Save $1,000 or more on high-efficiency air conditioners this month at Standard Heating and Air. Providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. More at StandardHeatingDeals.com. One-hour conversation about cocktails, interior design, aesthetics, and related subjects. We're talking with Mr. Carl Peltier about commercial interior designs. But before we do, I'd like to take a moment to invite our listeners to visit the Habitation Showroom at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. This week, if you mention that you are a Drink in the Style listener, you can get an extra 20% off on all in-stock and special order items from one of our favorite partners, Gus Modern. Gus is a Canadian company that has created an amazing blend of mid-century modern and contemporary furnishings. You can check out their modular mix sectional that is infinite in its potential configurations, or their latest sofa design, the Adelaide, which is in stock in blue, currently at the Habitation Showroom. Check them out at gusmodern.com or, of course, in the Habitation Showroom. They are exclusively sold in the Minneapolis area through Habitation, so check them out. I am confident that you will love what you see. So, back to drink in the style. We are enjoying Grandma's Shoes. This is a mighty cocktail. Mm -hmm. Jordan, nice work. Thank you. Very nice work. On a value scale, I'd say this really is close to the top. This is about a four-ounce cocktail with three ounces of pure liquor, correct? Yeah, three ounces of alcohol, half ounce of lemon juice, and then, of course, a little bit of the diluted uh, ice there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is... It doesn't really thin it out that much. Nope, she she nope packs it, it much, that's for yes, sure. She does. That's a lot of booze uh, and a lot of flavor. Yeah. It's, it's a bold cocktail, that's for sure. Top as, as any grandma should be. Right? Right. You know what? Yeah, cutting yes. straight to the chase. Yes. That's what grandmas are all about. Yep. So, Carl, let's talk a little bit about your role as lead commercial uh, designer for Habitation. Tell me essentially what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, what what don't I do, I think, is the question, really. Yeah, that is a good question. I think you were moving some furniture around this morning. Yeah, literally. So, um, as far as my kind of everyday 
um, job goes. Obviously, like you said, I, I kind of run up the commercial um, division of habitation. So I'm often traveling around the cities, going to different spaces, um, meeting with clients, talking about what they need as far as their aesthetics and design goes for model apartment units, which is majority, I'd say, of the work that I'm doing um, is designing and installing these beautiful higher-end model units um, throughout the cities. Which are gorgeous. I mean, when you do them, I mean, it's it's breathtaking. And, and the detail that you really integrate, everything from toothbrushes and not just yes. a, an Oral-B <laughs> toothbrush, you know, tortoise-type... Uh, yeah, the uh, black shell. charcoal toothbrusher. Yes, yes. I mean, we, we definitely go over and above um, what normal quote-unquote staging companies do you know mostly it's just like the average um almost actually your home furniture type furniture that you see everywhere it's pronounced hom hom sorry hom furniture there's no e i've been Um, for 45 years (laughs) yes that you see everywhere scattered throughout because it's easy it's simple it's um generic where nobody feels a certain way towards it it's just like oh it's there yada 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 but as you say, with, with our models, they're much more specific and much more thought out to exactly the demographic and the age group and the income level and the um, aesthetics they prefer, or prefer um, for that specific building. Once again, a strong cocktail. But we also do, or I also do, um, common spaces in apartment buildings, so community rooms, um, the lounge areas, um, and also I've kind of now um, dove into office um, surroundings. We just did this amazing install at Maddell, PA, downtown Minneapolis. Yes, the, uh, um, the, the new Pence law firm building. the Pence building. Yep, they have the 8th the and 7th floor. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's really modern, um, a lot of concrete, glass, industrial-type um setting but then we kind of uh, did these punches of really unique um uh, personality pieces um like we have the fist cabinet which that is, is awesome it's yes. from noir furniture la it's cfc actually oh it's cfc it partner uh, company of yes. noir yep um, yeah. chris maddle the the attorney uh, uh who is uh, the principal at maddle pa is a guy who really is not afraid to to, to make a statement. to throw a punch to throw a punch. <laughs> to throw a punch. Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. And it's a modern space, but it's like this postmodern almost. It's it's the the exposed concrete, mm-hmm. the glass. Mm-hmm. And when we went into that space, it was, you know, it was... It was gorgeous. minimal. It I was, love it. It yeah. was minimalist, but it yeah. did. It needed some color, something to kind yeah. of... Well, it needed the personality pieces. And it also needed the pieces to actually soften the space, too. Because if you're in a very modern quote-unquote cold with all the concrete and glass, you need something to warm that space up to still make it comforting. Absolutely. Because if you're all that look, you know, it's almost almost actually uncomfortable to be in that space. Yeah. So you have to add in those warm wood tones and those um, textures of the, the upholstery pieces and things like that to kind of soften the hard line edges. Of and it's space. been interesting. I mean, you're developing a little bit of a specialty to a certain extent in mm-hmm. attorney's offices. Yes. We've talked about a couple of different uh, attorneys. I mean, the standard issue attorney, the tufted leather chair, yep. um, and, you know, the giant oak desk. The oversized mahogany carved overlay, yes, that traditional office or lawyer's office, um, you know, Chesterfield look is is on its way out. And people are now starting to streamline and grow and become more modern and to the times, I'd, I'd say. It makes sense. I mean, you know, as Al Pacino said in Devil's Advocate, it's the new priesthood. And, you know, if you're, if you're, taking direction from on high, you might as well express yourself. You might as well do (laughs) what you want to do. That's true. Well, also, our spaces are not quite as big as they used to be. You know, we're becoming more minimalist in even our overall square footage of spaces, where we're like, you know what, we don't need 10,000 square feet. We're going down to five. And before, the furniture had to fit that huge space, so everything was 
big and bulky and overstuffed, where now it's becoming much more streamlined and um, simple. And one of the latest clients you're working on, too, came in specifically because he was going to look for the X chair, which yeah. is an advertiser right here on AM 950 as well. And it is, oh, I love when I get to do a, a, a completely you know, un, unplanned plug. A 360 circle there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the X chair, of course, the only place you can see it and experience it is on the Habitation showroom yeah. uh, floor. He came in, he took a look at the X chair, and then turned out he wanted to redo his entire office. So we've mm -hmm. gone out and we have... Uh, uh, basically said we can give him a credit of a certain amount for his existing, again, tufted Chesterfield yep. uh, uh, furniture and, and and large mahogany desk. Goes on to the, to the designer rehab floor, and then we come in and we give him a whole new look that he had been looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right. So going back to the multifamily uh, housing, which is you know, uh, really what you've done a heck of a lot of, uh, uh work. And mm -hmm. let's talk about a couple of the projects that you did there. And specifically, uh, uh, let's talk about the Maverick apartments because that was such a cool project. Maver Maverick is located at, uh, the right on the corner of second and Hennepin. I think it's first and second between first and second and Hennepin Avenue. So when they came to you, they described their look and their expected clientele as being lumber sexual. Lumber, yes. Lumber sexual, which definitely threw me off guard. Cause that wasn't a term that I was familiar with or had heard much of. Um, and I actually had to do a little research on, I mean, I kind of got the, the overall idea of it, but I really had to kind of dive into, okay, what exactly does lumber sexual mean? Because Did you Wikipedia like, so. like my, like my name, I'm kind of a grandma. I'm kind of old school. Um, <laughs> I'm not totally in with the whole millennial hipster type lingo. Um, even though I am one, but, um, but so, not a lumber sexual. No, not a lump. No millennial. Yes. Um, so, so I had to do my research. Um, as I walked through the building, I realized they were, they were modern, but they still had the ode to the old, almost Chesterfield, old library, old boys club type look. There's um, houndstooth, and there's plaids, and there's warm wood tones um, throughout the building. And so it, it, it's definitely more of a masculine look. But not old, not not that staid, you know, no, French no. horn pillows. No, but it, it's a it's a modern just... scaled back version of that. Mm -hmm. So it was it was very interesting. I had a lot of fun coming up with the design, throwing in a few modern streamlined pieces, but then adding in a lot of texture with um, pillows and rugs and some really kind of vintage but modern artwork. I have this really cool old motorcycle. Um, picture from left bank above the sofa and then um, I have these really cool kind of um, copper uh, ottoman pieces um, for the kind of the accent pieces in the in the living room um, area it just and then literally I have a stuffed pheasant in there as well I mean so there's kind of that that um, a lot of vintage pieces built into that particular space but still most of the furniture itself itself is more modern and streamlined, but a lot of people my age still like that ode to the old um, antique or um, vintage pieces that they kind of add in. Like I have these really cool um, old photo um, stamp blocks um, that you would stamp the photos on, um, just as a little accent. Was that the stuff that was from uh, Star Tribune's original... Uh, not those, no. Those were used at yes. Formark. Yep, those were actually things that I had collected years ago at um, an estate sale that I that I put in there. But I have like... like um, wait, like the leather jacket. Yes, like the leather jacket that I ended up, yes, selling to you because you loved it so much. <laughs> Carl had this amazing, Jordan, it was it was so cool. He brings in this leather jacket that had to be 30 plus years old. Oh, at least. Worn and, you know, and the seams were coming apart. Yep. And I said, where is that going? And he goes, it's going to be a prop at Maverick. Yes, I'm going to have it hanging on a hook when you first walk in the door next to like a steel toe pair of boots like by an ottoman and he goes oh no I, I i need that jacket was that the one you wore when we recorded last week i might have been yes that was a beautiful jacket been. i was meaning to ask you if that was authentic wear and tear oh, or that's 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 all authentic baby. oh yeah i love that jacket it was cool i love that jacket it's uh you know people pay top dollar for the artificial wear yeah right. seriously and yet 
I was able it, to get it this. It looked legit. It was totally I'm legit. I'm glad I had this opportunity to, to pay compliments to it because I meant to last week. So, I mean, when I, you know, I should get a little pin that says I'm a lumber sexual. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and this thing is uh, when I'm wearing it. See me at Maverick. <laughs> oh, too funny. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to stop for the moment. Um, again, I'd like to remind you, this is the progressive voice of Radio AM 950. When we come back, we'll be talking about uh, this week at Designer Rehab and Habitation. And I'd like to share my latest discovery, the definition of commercial real estate. As we talk about the new location for Habitation Furnishing and Design, I think I've encapsulated what commercial real estate is all about. Uh, so uh, stay with us, and we'll be back for our final segment in just a moment or two. I like New York in June. How about you? I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? While shopping for a fireplace insert at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, I was amazed at all the choices. Not just gas, electric, or wood burning, but also built-in or freestanding, and options in every style from antique to modern. The staff really listened to us, explained the options, and helped us choose a fireplace we absolutely love. Now it warms our hearts and our home every winter. Thank you, Woodland Stoves, for a great addition. Hi, I'm Peter Solak, putting in a word for the EPA BurnWise campaign. It has important information about clean burn fireplaces. This is an important part of our mission at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. We know that the fireplace has to work. Work with your life, work with your living space, and also be environmentally smart. Come see us. Learn to burn wise. We have over 35 working units on display at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Visit our store in person or online at woodlandstoves.com. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club is delighted to offer its spacious facilities for your private function. From weddings, retirement parties, business dinners, or any special occasion, Crooner's combines a dedicated, full-service special events team, an award-winning chef, and a beautiful lakeside ambiance to make your event a resounding success. Visit croonersloungemn.com to learn more about their private dining options or call 763-571-9020 to get a quote for your next event today. Homeownership is one of the biggest financial commitments most people ever make. So why not keep informed? Tune in each week to the House Geeks Twin Cities Real Estate Show, sponsored by Bricks Real Estate, Sundays starting at noon. Kirk Duckwall and Chad Vandalot, the House Geeks, will keep you up to date on Twin Cities market trends, tips for buying and selling, the newest technology, and much more. You can also catch them online anytime at housegeeks.com. Atheists Talk is the radio show for free-thinking Minnesotans. Listen on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. Every Sunday we bring you science, philosophy, politics, and plain old fun from an atheist point of view. Visit our website at minnesotaatheists.org for more details. Tune in to Atheists Talk Radio Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's good radio without the good book. This is Bill McLeslie, owner of IP House in Minneapolis. I started IP House with the mission of making technology simple again. Over the last 10 years, my team has helped hundreds of businesses with their technology. We provide on-site support and technical strategy for businesses just like yours. If your technology has you feeling on edge, call us. We take the mystery out of technology and make things simple again. IP House, supporting businesses just like yours every day. 612-337-6337. Oh, welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, as well as Designer Rehab. We've reached the final segment of our show, and if you've enjoyed our program, I encourage you to visit us online at drinkinthestyle.com, where you can download or subscribe to the podcast as well as find the recipes for the cocktails that we've been enjoying this afternoon or any of the cocktails that we've featured in previous episodes. So here in segment four, we like to give a little update on habitation in general and then open the discussion up to my guest to turn the tables a bit and ask whatever question 
he or she might have of me related to the business or just about anything else the FCC might find acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like that. That's good. Thank you. All right. So, habitation update. We have completed the rollout of the combination of habitation furnishing and design and designer rehab. Those uh, who have been listening to the program now for a few weeks know that Designer Rehab is the consignment and closeout arm of Habitation Furnishing and Design. And uh, as such, Rehab is accepting consignments of merchandise. So if you're interested in buying or consigning, please stop by the store or send a message to welcome at designerrehab.com. That's welcome at D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R-R-E-H-A-B dot com. Wow, that was a lot of letters. Uh, the new store manager for rehab, Crystal Gillis, formerly of the Wabi Sabi Shop in Minnetonka, which is, by the way, a competitor, but a really nice consignment shop, would love to speak with you. Also, we are planning to begin in earnest the build-out of our new habitation design showroom following the demolition of our existing space next week. So things are moving along well. Carl. Mm. Carl Peltier. Yes. All right. I know I'm your boss, but this isn't the end, therefore this isn't the easiest q and <laughs> I wrote this down. Jordan, a very powerful drink yes. uh, that, that you've had. Uh, in this segment, I'd like to give you a chance to ask Carl whatever questions you'd like of me. Ooh. Oh, all right. Let's see here. Okay. So, I've been to your, your home, personally, numerous times. You decorated it beautifully. We did. Well, me and, and Michelle. Um, and I know kind of your overall d- aesthetic. And I know that it doesn't necessarily always shine through because, of course, you have a lovely wife who also has her own opinions, which is the most difficult part of being an interior designer because you were also a relationship um, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's yeah, ridiculous. That's very, very true. Um, but I, I see both sides of your preferences um, aesthetically shining through in your home. But I know specifically you have one built-in um, unit in your kind of lounge TV area, where you have a lot of beautiful, old, historic, antique emblems like family heirlooms. What out of all of those is your favorite knickknack tchotchke item? Mm. So I do. I uh, so I, I'm an amateur historian. Mm. I was going to be a professional yes. historian. Yes. I was in uh, grad school to teach. I was pursuing a PhD in, yeah. Yeah. in early modern European history. As and... I was going to be a fine artist, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. How much does a fine artist make? It's Nothing. Exactly. Starving artist. Here at, I am. At the time that I was <laughs> that I was pursuing a PhD, the starting salary for a, an associate professor was fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Nice. Which was literally less than my minimum payment <laughs> on a student that I would have necessarily needed. Um, so the the bookcase is filled with lots of interesting objects. Mm. I have mm-hmm. I have uh, a 2,000-year-old key yeah. for a Roman lock. Yeah. I've got an axe head from uh, central Iran. Mm-hmm. I have a dagger. Do you have a helmet or something? I, I, I helmet? do. I've got some pith helmets yes, uh, yes. that came from uh, 19th century uh, uh, London. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a really hard question. What is my favorite Chotsky in that whole collection? I also have, like, this whole, like, Dart gun that is associated yes, that's with a little like <laughs> back from the days when I used to import furniture from Indonesia and mm-hmm. I went in. Yeah, I've got a lot of really interesting. I know you do. Things. So which one's your favorite? All right, I'm gonna have to say actually the answer is is the uh, the the dagger, the four thousand mm. year old central Iranian dagger that I've got, and it's an interesting thing. It's like this this piece that. You can see where the inlay used to be for the handle, which would have been made from bone or yep, wood, yep. and uh, and then the, then you cut through it. And what's interesting is that you can see, aside from the green patina, the rustedness mm-hmm. of it, 
this brown, the brown metal, which was the bronze yeah. used from that era yeah. through it. And that's what made it actually affordable in that you can buy it because somebody, and it could have been literally 20 years ago, yeah. it could have been 2,000 years ago, somebody tried to sharpen that blade. <laughs> and failed miserably. And failed miserably. Yes. But every now and then I have these fantasies of somebody sneaking into my house. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that accessible for And I'm for going to events? pull it out of its cabinet yep. and I'm going to kill someone with a 4,000-year-old dagger. <laughs> The only downside being it then becomes evidence and I lose my dad. Yeah, then kissing goodbye. Cause but still, what a stylish way to defend your home. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Better than, a, you know, a, a AK whatever. whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Going back are, to segment one, can we discuss politics associated right. with... Uh, yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> Grandma doesn't like if we talk no. about controversial subjects. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's really interesting. I mean, it's a beautiful thing about having the, the the bookcases or what have you is that it's a display case for what all is? these things that are meaningful. It is. It's your it's your um, the years of your your life and what you've gone through and what you've taken from it and your display case of okay, these are the things I hold important. And so that's why I was so curious to see what out of all those items. Is your favorite? I mean, there's so. there's lots of things. There's also because like, it's, it's a, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. I know it, it creeps you <laughs> it's, out. It's a little hoarderish, almost. It is. It is. But it's hoarderish in a good way. It is. It is. It's not too overdone. I can still walk in front of it, so we're good. And it's meaningful stuff. Yes, I remember you once saying that the first time you looked at it, you like I, I literally I saw your eyes start blinking out of sequence <laughs> as you desperately wanted to get like, your hands. I'm, I'm twitching like oh, oh god. Case. Yes. Yep. It, 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 I don't know. It's 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 interesting. And hidden in that space are a lot of things that you know nobody knows are necessarily there, mm -hmm. ranging from my wife's and my original travel diary, which were for my children, but. They yeah, really should never read. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, you know, a petrified uh, seal penis that a friend of mine brought back from <laughs> oh, <God>. Australia. <laughs> or, uh, I'm sorry, Antarctica, Australia. Antarctica. Same place. Yeah, same. All right. Well, that was a great close to the <laughs> program this particular afternoon. Um, I would like to uh, remind you that uh, this has been brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and Designer Rehab. Jordan Morris, thank you for being on the program as always. You're welcome. Tune in to us next week again at uh, uh, AM 950, the progressive voice of radio. And uh, check us out online at drinkinthestyle.com. This is Gregory Rich. Thank you for spending your Sunday evening with us.